Hey there, Team Health Tech. If you follow me on LinkedIn, you would have seen that recently I did one of those brag post things where I was proudly showcasing the fact that I recently completed the CHIA certification, which is the Certified Health Informaticians Australasia certification. And there are quite a few people who've already done this certification. And if you're in the know, you might have seen something about it before. You might already be a CHIA or you're considering doing it or you're in the midst of doing it now. So I figured in this episode, we'll do something a little bit different. I don't have a guest. It's just going to be me. It's kind of like a bonus episode that we do for our THT Plus members, but we're doing it for the public where I'm going to share with you how I passed the CHIA exam. But also I'll explain for you what it actually is, who runs it, how much it costs to do and whether it's even right for you. So after the music, we'll jump into it. And we'll put our health informaticians hat on for a bit, shall we? Collaboration starts with a conversation, Team Health Tech. Let's make it happen. Welcome to Talking Health Tech with Peter Birch, a podcast featuring conversations with key players and influencers to promote innovation and collaboration for better healthcare enabled by technology. So in this episode, I'm going to tell you all about the CHIA certification and how I managed to pass the exam. Spoiler alert. I passed it because I studied. Sorry for the clickbait title. But in this episode, I'm going to tell you everything I know about CHIA and stuff that I've learnt from doing the certification. So firstly, CHIA, what is it? It's a certification program. It stands for Certified Health Informatician Australasia. And it's designed to assess and certify your competency across six domains of health informatics or digital health knowledge. So there's a little picture they've got where they've got the core principles in the middle. That's the first one. Then you've got the second one, which is information sciences. The third one is management sciences. Fourth one is health and biomedical sciences. The fifth is ICT. And lastly, one of the competencies is human and social context. And so before we go even more further into this, it's important to understand who runs CHIA. And it's the Australasian Institute of Digital Health, the AIDH. So they've been doing it for a long time. And other than being a member myself through a company, I'm not affiliated with AIDH in any other way. This episode isn't sponsored by, I don't have an affiliate link or anything. They don't even know that I'm doing this episode, but I'm sure they'll find out. But I think that's okay. Because many in the industry would have considered doing cheer. It's always nice to get someone's perspective about their experiences in doing the program. So that's the purpose of this episode. Anyway, so when you do the certification, it's an online thing and you sign up, you pay your registration fee which is $495 as a once-off for AIDH members. So you've got to be a member to get the $495 price or you pay $695 if you're not a member. And so when you pay that, that's the registration to do the CHIA certification. That doesn't include membership with AIDH or anything. That's all kind of extra that you need to pay on an ongoing basis if you want to do that. You can also buy some additional learning materials like an additional booklet, which has got a lot of information in there. And there's also some practice exams as well that you can buy. I ended up buying everything because once you do it, you basically get 90 days to consume all the content and then you can do the exam whenever you like. And the way they structure it isn't, and they say quite clearly that it's not actually a course. So it's not something that you go through a program of work systematically. It's designed to assess your existing knowledge and competencies around health informatics. That said, you do learn a lot going through the preparation for the exam but it is designed to credential your existing experience. And so what is a certified health informatician? Say you get the qualification. They say CHIA 
demonstrates that you've got the knowledge and core competencies required to perform safely and effectively as a health informatics and digital health professional in a broad range of practice settings. So to go back one, what is health informatics? Health informatics, if you didn't know, uses information technology to organize and analyze health records to improve healthcare outcomes. So quite often when you're talking about health informatics, a big chunk of the conversation comes back to the data. So it's about using data and analytics and transmissions to try and improve basically every part of the healthcare system. We actually do have a definition for health informatics in the Talking Health Tech glossary on our website, as well as over 300 other definitions within the glossary too, if you ever get stuck in these episodes, by the way. So go check that out in your own time. So can anyone do chair? You do need to meet some minimum requirements before you can undertake the certification. You need to have a a relevant degree plus six continuous months of relevant health experience, and they define those qualified or relevant degrees and experience on the CHIA website. If you don't have that relevant degree, you could have three years of relevant health experience. My guess is if you're listening to this podcast, a big chunk of people who listen to this podcast probably qualify in either of those categories. If they haven't already done a degree in this space, you've probably got three years or close to it of experience. And if you're unsure, you can always contact them to say, hey, this is my experience. This is my LinkedIn profile. Can I do it? And so why would you become a chair? I think a big benefit of it is that you get the opportunity to certify, put a stamp on, you know, like your understanding of health informatics. I personally feel like it's geared heavily towards those that are working in hospital settings, particularly in public hospitals, but it's still very relevant to many more settings as well particularly those that are interested in how data moves around in healthcare and how to manage it appropriately. It's important to know as well, once you do the certification, you need to maintain CPD points and AIDH do a nice job of delivering courses and run programs where you can earn CPD points through those programs that they run. But you can also earn points from non-AIDH events to get your points as well. I need to check this, but you could probably self-report a few hours of listening to this podcast to claim a CPD points. But double check you can do that, actually. It seems legit. Anyway, one question I did have when I was looking through this is, are there any other health informatics certification or courses that I can do? And there's lots of different courses and certifications of different levels that you can do about health informatics through universities, through private courses, online. I chose Chia myself as, like I said, I'm already a member of AIDH and I definitely respect what they've built in terms of not just the certification and the importance around the CHIA qualification, but also the sense of community and camaraderie they've got and built, not just within the AIDH membership, but also their different chapters and working groups that they've got too. So it's nice being recognized for that credibility and professionalism within this subset of a broad world of technology and healthcare that they've built. I do know as well, there are quite a few CIOs or decision makers in hospital settings who value applicants who hold a cheer for qualification. So if you're looking for a role, particularly within a hospital setting, whether it's in clinical coding roles or managing EHRs, different implementation projects and programs, seems like a good fit to me. So that's my little spiel, at least my understanding of what cheer is and why you would do it. Definitely check out the Chia website and AIDH and ask them directly for any questions that you have. They've got a good website, which goes into all of it. And all that information I just covered was taken from their websites. So do reach out to them if you've got further questions about it and you're keen to follow up more. Now, the point of this episode as well 
It's not just to put it in context and tell you what Chia is. You probably want to know why I did it. Look, I've worked within the industry, be it healthcare or technology and healthcare, for 15, 20-something years in very practical, getting-it-done type roles, operations, general management, so neither clinical roles or technical developer roles, primarily software within the outpatient space is my personal background. And so also hosting this podcast and speaking to well over 200 guests now with some remarkable qualifications and experience, I think I've absorbed a lot of good information about health informatics particularly and generally digital health. So I felt like doing Chia for me was a nice way to acknowledge some of that existing learning that I've picked up. Also, I've just genuinely been interested in doing it because I see others in my network that get the certification. And personally as well, I've got this ongoing competition with my sister about how many post-nominals we can both hold. She won a while ago when she became a doctor, but I'm still trying to play catch up. Anyway, so some of the things that I learned doing Chia, I actually learned quite a lot. I think going through the process of preparing for the exam, it helps solidify a lot of this information. A couple of areas in particular, I feel like I learned a lot more about. Firstly, how I think about data. So a lot of what I read through in that pre-reading material before doing the exam, and also actually a lot of the questions in the exam, were all about things that I've probably covered at some point in my career, but likely in more of an informal, practical sense. So in bits and pieces and learning from actually doing, getting your hands dirty. I feel like then going back and learning some of those mental models and the theory behind it and clarifying what I already knew helped put it into buckets. So for example, if I think about, I don't know, the data life cycle and the six steps of the POSMAD, P-O-S-M-A-D, plan, obtain, store, share, maintain, apply and disposing data. And then all the questions that you ask through the different stages of a data life cycle, like why do we need this data and is the data secure and how do we find it when we need it and how do we dispose of old data, all those things. So they're really important questions to ask, but sometimes when you're in, say, a business context, you only really ask some of those questions as different projects come up or different challenges are arising. So being able to go through it from the start in a theoretical sense is quite nice. And now I feel like I've got a framework that I can work against if I was ever undertaking some kind of project in the future that required a bunch of data to move around. Next thing I felt like I learned a lot about was epidemiology and biometry. Again, these are things that I feel like I kind of just implicitly knew and I understood through osmosis and being in this industry. But as a non-medical person, having, having a brief opportunity while doing the CHIA certification to reflect on things like how we have historically studied the health of communities and how we look at how diseases rise and fall in populations. Also understanding a bit more about causation in epidemiology, which is pretty interesting, which is like the search for cause of health and disease and studying how different ways of living impact health in a community and all of that. Also having a framework to understand what surveillance and response programs actually are when it comes to population health and also the factors that impact health like environmental and occupational factors again they're kind of all things that i that i understood anyway having a chance to put it around a bit more academic rigor was a neat way of understanding it all in a bit more detail it wasn't all theoretical and academic though there were some good practical examples and role plays throughout the preparation and also in the exam Like through the exam, thinking about some of the different scenarios it presents to you, it it presents a situation and then ask what you might do in that situation. 
not going to give away any questions or anything that are in the exam that would be remarkably inappropriate. But it's reasonable to say that during the exam that I sat, there were plenty of times, for me anyway, that it asked me to put myself in the situation of, say, a project manager or someone responsible for implementing some kind of data or technology program in a hospital. And what would I do if something happened in this particular situation? So it's not really stuff that you can just rote learn necessarily. You need to understand the theory and the concept and then put it in practice to then be able to pass the exam. The last kind of big topic that I wanted to call out that I felt I got a lot of value learning about or at least reflecting on was humans and social context. So a big chunk of the Chia program is dedicated to that human aspect of implementing and utilizing technology in healthcare settings. Again, there, there are a lot of conceptual models in the prep work and some pretty cool diagrams that help explain some of the theory, but then it's up to you to work out how to apply it in different situations. And I think about my own experiences in digital health, in the real world, and also reflecting on some of the interviews we've done on the podcast that you've heard. A lot of the time when it comes to the human aspect of technology, it's usually around the conversations of implementing and change management. And I think amongst a lot of those conceptual frameworks and models in the reading material for Chia, there's then some pretty good practical examples of things that you might actually face on a day-to-day in healthcare settings, like how you get engagement and activation when you're implementing technology, or how you make sure that you've got the right level of comprehension and understanding of solutions that need to be used, all that kind of stuff. So it's not just about the data and the healthcare side of things, but also those human aspects. There's a lot more to it as well. But to start to round out this episode, the million-dollar question is, should you do Chia? And me personally, I think about it, I'm super glad that I did Chia, and it's nice that I've got that recognition. I value that. For you, if you want to work in a hospital, a public setting, and you want to be involved with the technology side in some way, which in reality is most people, this seems ideal. It's a no-brainer. Also, I do know there are some software vendors in the healthcare space and technology providers who definitely value the qualification, usually because the decision makers in those companies are members of ARDH and CHIA certified themselves. So if your boss or a potential employer values the qualification or has recommended that you do it, then definitely go for it. I know of quite a few clinicians who undertake CHIA to give them a solid conceptual grounding in the importance and understanding of how to think about data in healthcare. But does every clinician need to do it? I don't know. If the thought of deep diving into this kind of stuff doesn't really spark some excitement or curiosity, then maybe apply your immediate efforts into learning another skill first. It won't hurt, but like anything, it's an allocation of that one scarce resource that we can't get more of, which is time. Like if you're keen to really get into more in the startup world where you can build technology or communities and products from scratch, the Chia qualification will certainly be helpful but so would also a bunch of other qualifications or skills and some of these programs that run around entrepreneurship or the more traditional stuff like business and financial acumen. And they might be more immediately relevant to you if you're getting into that startup world where many organizations in that sphere don't actually even know what cheer is. So like any qualification, it's about you and your particular situation and what you want to do. I do know that the community that the RDH has built around cheer and more broadly within the Australasian Institute of Digital Health as well, is super strong and collegiate, and they welcome new cheer members with open arms. So from a sense of belonging and recognition perspective, they do a great job of that. So get amongst it if that's appealing to you as well. So look, if you've got any questions or wanted to connect with me to discuss further, 
hit me up on LinkedIn if you haven't already, or just send us an email, support at talkinghealthtech.com. If you're already a THT Plus member, which is our membership community for individuals and companies who are passionate about the use of technology and healthcare and connecting about the grassroots getting it done stuff within this space, then you've got regular opportunities to chat with me in our virtual networking sessions and meetups and within the community forums. So just drop me a line. Happy to share some more thoughts about Cherry if you want to, because I know a couple of our members are actually doing it right now. So I'll put some links for the AIDH and cheer in the show notes of this episode so you can check that out if you're keen to do the certification. If you're considering doing cheer or a health informatics course, or maybe you're knee-deep in it right now, I hope you found this episode interesting and helpful. Reach out if you've got any questions and feedback, and I'll speak to you next time. Thanks for listening to the show. Check out TalkingHealthTech.com to connect with other people in our community and to learn more about the Australian health tech industry. Also, make sure you hit subscribe on your favourite podcast player so you don't miss an episode and share this episode with a few people who need to hear it. Now go make it happen.